Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Nobody Panic. We will sort of soon, we'll stop doing that, but we're not sure when. Thank you for joining us. Here we are. How have you been sleeping, guys? Ooh, what a good question. Well, good. I've been sleeping well, thank you. I was going to do like... Flash asking them. I know. (laughs) I was going to be like, are you asleep now? Maybe Maybe this is a dream. Oh, it's a dream. You've fallen asleep listening to the podcast. Are you awake or not? This podcast is about DIY. (laughs) (laughs) No, this podcast episode is about dreams. It was a a podcast that was suggested to us by my mum. Was it? Yeah. She loves dreaming. And she was like, why do you do a podcast on dreaming? I mean, does she love it? She bloody loves it. Mm. She often has quite terrifying dreams, but I think if you have terrifying dreams, then you also have excellent dreams too. So you have a whole oh, yes. spectrum of it dreams. Oh, yes. It's the up and down. It's the classic. The highs and lows. The highs and lows of dreaming. Tom, ever had a recurring dream? Tom, tell us bank. about your dreams. I, I do have a recurring one, and it's when I'm stuck in a situation I want to get out of very quickly, yeah. and I go to run, but my legs go to concrete. That's and such I, a classic. I, I can't move. It is a classic. What kind of situations are you in? Uh, I, just uncomfortable ones. Okay, are you like? <laughs> are they ever magical? Like, are the people you're hiding from wizards? Like, wizards? No. I'll be honest. No, that's going to come up a lot for us. They are, <laughs> they are more human situations. Of uh, I don't want to be here. I want to get myself and away. And you can't run. And I can't run. God, oh, that's yeah. unbearable. That physical feeling is because your brain is running, but your body physically isn't. Mm. Because you are paralysed. You are paralysed. More about that later. Coming up. More on paralysis <laughs> if you keep on listening to the podcast. So stay tuned for that bit, guys. Before we dive in, what Before happened? we pop our pillows on and drift off into the podcast land. Yes. What what adult thing have I done this week? I'm going to ask me. Uh, yes, I did. Did you just you. ask me? I think so. Oh. Stevie, what adult thing have you done this week? Thanks so much for asking. You're welcome. I've gone bald. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm bald. I've had my hair cut off and I went and got it done at Chop Chop London and this, they've not sponsored, they don't even know I do a podcast. They're this cool app which I think... An app? Yes. I, I think it's... I think it is only in London. I'm very sorry. a robot? But I think it will... They are expanding and they're going to be in festivals and stuff as well. It's an app that you download and you basically just go through, pick a style you want. It's very simple, like layered cut, shortcut, trim, fringe or whatever, or like dialing, if you want like a blow dryer or something. And then you pick the time slot you want and then you pay £20 and it's done in 20 minutes. And the reason it's done in 20 minutes is it's all fully I dry. Saw- that are they just one place yes they're in old street yes i walked past and i did a real like comedy double take co- co- cartoon like what yeah 20 styles in 20 minutes with 20 mm. pounds amazing and they were excellent they're really nice really like accommodating the guy did my hair I, basically i've got a very short bob guys and um, I was very frightened that it would make me look like a mum. And it does sometimes, but not in other occasions. They basically, it's all dry, so they don't... they, oh, they don't th- wash your hair? No. So he just got a razor out immediately, and I was like, okay! And he's like, no, no, I'm just going to cut it with a razor. That's the quickest way to do it. Oh, wow. And, but when they're doing it, you're like, why doesn't everyone do this? Having a haircut can be like 50 quid, 60 quid, 70 quid, and it takes like three hours. I always thought, well, that's just how it is. But it's not. It doesn't have to be. So if you wow. ever see Chop... Chop. I think they're just called Chop Chop, but they're in London. If you ever see them, go in and, and have it done. Like, consider it. And if you if they do kind of, like, branch out and they're, they're like, festivals and stuff, and you're like, that can't be real. It is real, and it's amazing. Oh, my God, I'm going to go and get a plat or something. I don't know if it'd do... I, mean, I don't think it's worth paying some, some £20 to give you a plat. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll but, do it now. <laughs> yeah, but I was, like, I was immediately jealous, and I wanted, like, a... We, what do you... I get a hairstyle. Like what? A bit of a burn, wasn't it? Didn't mean that to be a burn. <laughs> <laughs> and I announced it was a burn. Why you had before hair so that shitty, so uh, no, no, but shitty like, look no, you, you have, got. You have lovely hair, but it's like, you know, long, nice girl hair. You get a fringe. Remember that time you bought a fringe on eBay? Yeah. That looks good, <laughs> didn't it? Maybe get an actual one, see what that looks like. You'd look good with a fringe or like a layered cut or something. Guys, oh. my style icon is Michelle Pfeiffer in Grease 2. Okay. Reference for you? Yeah. Yeah. Tom knows about it. Do you... <laughs> yeah? Yeah. <laughs> do you know it? Do you know it? What, so has it permed? No, it's just a really... Do you actually know it or are you just... I've, I've seen the film, yeah. And do you think, whoa, we Michelle Pfeiffer? Everyone I... does with, with yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tom. she has this cool, amazing fringe and it's all up and I doubt you, you know, specifically... I've seen it once, about cool. 25 years ago. God! Your hair's lovely. Thank you. Now your adult thing. <laughs> Please. Business. My business is that I gave my sister her Christmas present. Now, would we say that's adult or would we say that is weird? <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I gave her some other stuff for Christmas, but I had started making this thing in uh, November. I didn't finish oh. it in time. Okay. I have been trotting along. It's this art print I made. Oh, lovely. I can't say I made it really. I just did some photoshopping. It's all right. Yeah, you've made it. Also, I think the, the adult thing... The, we're in the area wherein the adult thing lies in that story mm. for me personally <clears throat> is that you didn't give up. You didn't go Thank like, well, so I've, I've missed Christmas, that's the end of that, which is literally what I would have done. And, mm. Whereas you were like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm gonna keep going. That's really, that's like a very good attitude to have. Thank I you think. so much. That actually wasn't the adult thing. That was okay. <laughs> that was just the. I have lent in too quickly. <laughs> Thank you for leaning back out. That's what happens when you get a bob. You just yeah, lean yeah. in really quickly. <laughs> You're so supportive of any decision, anything right now. Everything. My it comes a lady with a bob. My neck is so bald. <laughs> I am so is it supportive. cool? Is it? Is it's it cool? Delicious. Is it really? Yes. Holy moly! And also, I got up this morning. I didn't have to brush it or anything. Anyway, anyway, I finished this thing months later. Okay. And I was just going to print it out on my 
home printer. Mm. And then I was like, no, come on, we've come this far. Send it to the printers down the road. Yeah. So I paid the money, sent it to the printers down the road. They printed it on exactly the right size. I put it in the frame that I'd had living under the sofa. (laughs) Wow, this is actually very good. And then, but then this is the real bit that I thought, holy whoa. I, when I took it home, I wrapped it in cling film. Okay. Can, now, can you imagine like a grown-up walking along with an art print in a frame? What, but wrapped is, in is that a film? thing? Do, you, do people wrap? Fr- I've never seen that. No. So, so that's the adult thing. <laughs> yeah, that was it. To, okay. It was the bit where you've I cling filmed a frame. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just because I thought. Okay. Just because I thought. Oh, that's really good. Because normally I would have just, it would have got bashed on the way. Or... Right, I'm trying to, because cling film obviously is for food not going off to the air doesn't get but in. But like just like a, like a bubble wrap, I, like a protective. Oh, you, oh you, it was bubble wrap. No, it was cling film. <laughs> but I did loads of times. I see I just the lo- intention. It looked like a real grown up had done yes. it. Where the adult thing lies in that story, I think, is the intention. Oh, thank you. Yes, (laughs) thank you. Not the actual execution. No. I think if I saw someone walking down the road with a frame that was cling film, I'd be like, why? No, you wouldn't. When you saw it, you would have been like, oh, a professional. My mum said, did they do that for you in the print shop? Oh, yes. Okay, I'll take it all back. It just, I'm telling you, it looked looked good. good. I really, as I was walking along with it, I I was actually more proud of the cling film than I was the art. Yeah. All I can think of being cling filmed is a sandwich. So then it's so difficult for me to transfer that to a print. Do several layers and suddenly it looks like you've Um, ordered some furniture online. Oh, I've seen it now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're, now you're visualising. That is strong. It's not. I see now, if you imagine just one layer, that's... It's, it's bizarre. It's weird. It's you know in my head, but it is it's bizarre. Weird. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Well done. Well <coughs> Thank done. Thank you so much. Now, dreaming. Here we go. Let's talk about dreaming. I suppose <laughs> I don't want to start by being like, what do you dream? But I am fairly interested. So I think maybe we should start just... Do you have like a recurring dream? Do you have a dream that you're like, what does that mean? Yes. My recurring dreams are if I'm about to do something Mm. or definitely if I'm about to go away. I really hope these are like haunting and like so terrifying. (laughs) No. So my my categories are uh, anxiety about the time. Oh, that makes sense. So missing the plane, Mm. missing something, not being on time for something. Mm. Those happen all the time in which I'm like... But how is it four o'clock? Yes, like, yes. How? What on earth was I doing? How? Why am I here? I'm supposed to be at this thing. Mm. A lot of reading something in a meeting and just not being able to find the thing I'm supposed to read and so confident that it definitely was here but not being able to find my place in the pages. Oh, yes, yes, I understand, yes. And then... Very relatable, these dreams. Yes. You just then, wait until you hear mine. <laughs> well, then I'll do a small more of a curveball and then back for a fourth one. Right. Curveball, remember when I was always very upset about uh, Goatman? <laughs> so we were a sketch group with three people and Tessa just, she had his dream that there was a I had, fourth I constantly had, Man. no, no. I constantly, you did. I think it's too mad even to talk about Goatman. But I used to have this recurring dream that we were about to go on stage and there would, and there would be a fourth person. And the, it wasn't Goatman? It was various people, okay. but on more than one occasion, it was Goatman. And Goatman... What about what I said was wrong? <laughs> it wasn't, it just made it sound it so weird. We were about to go on, and I'd be trying to say to you guys, like... We have to wait for Goatman. No, 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 he was there queuing to go It was on. a him. Yeah, he's a him. Oh, interesting. And... Of course, Goatman. Yeah, Goatman. That was, that was the <laughs> yeah, that clue. Was the clue. Yeah. But I'm saying to you guys, like, guys, I don't think we've written any words for Goatman. <laughs> <laughs> he's just going to come out and stand there. Like, what's he going to do? And right. everyone was always like, so... It was very much like... 
oh, I'm the only one who's no, who thinks this is wrong. Yeah. Oh my goodness, there are too many people here. Yes. That was a real big one. Which to would a, freak he, you out. It would. I you got were very, genuinely quite upset very upset about, about him yeah. because he really came up a lot in the dreams. Do you ever see Goatman? Uh, he was more of a presence. He was so more of a sense. Yeah. Like mm. he was the idea of him. I don't think I ever saw him. I the concept of Goatman. He was the concept of Goatman. And everyone being like so chilled with that and me being like, but what will he say? Like, but what sketch is he going to be in? I love that in dreams, you're, the thing that you focus on is often not the thing that you would focus on in real life. If there was a fourth person that none of us had ever spoken to called Goatman, yeah. surely the first thing would be like, so why is he called Goatman? Right, no, is I he, wasn't. But no, of course not. So, it's like, what will Goatman say? Yeah, it was is really. The I think it is that moment, if you've ever been on the stage, you know, in your school play Been or whatever. Stage. Tread the boards. Tread the old boards. <sighs> and you're in the play and then you suddenly think, oh my God, I need this prop in 10 minutes. I don't have And it. I don't have that prop. Yeah. And it's that moment of really like nothing is actually bad is going to happen. It's just that sense of, oh no. Yeah, yeah And yeah. I think it's that. And then my last one is a nightmare I had when I was six and I never forgot it. I was a lovely day in my dream and I come home and my parents are both cooking with their back to me in the kitchen and I say... It smells amazing. What's for dinner? Oh, yeah. And they both turn around as one and say, you are. <laughs> and I never really recovered. <laughs> God, that's quite intense. What are it? your dreams about? <laughs> um, I was thinking about this. You know, I do have all of those ones that you said. Like I had... That goat one, man. I have like, yeah, especially Goatman and your parents eating me. Yeah. They're, they're the two obvious ones. Of so course. All, I think we all have them. Uh, all the listeners generalised anxiety dreams of like being late. Yeah. Um, not Weirdly, not, not being able to find something to wear, which is not really a thing oh, that happens yeah, in yeah, my yeah. life. But, like, but I understand that one. Yeah, and like or not being able to find my way. Like I'm, I'm on like the tube or a train and I can't... And I'm, I'm at a stop that I've never heard of and I don't know how to get Cut, to... I don't know how to... How? Like, yeah. And I think that they're like very common. And but then I also have a lot of apocalyptic dreams when the world is ending and it's often a tidal, massive tidal waves that are so, like so yeah. huge or huge amounts of tornadoes. There's been a few like, oh, the sun's going to hit the earth. That's another one. That's mainly because I actually really like those sorts of films and mm. I find them really exciting. And there's never like that much fear. There's more like a, we've got to run, we've got to run, but there's this weird acceptance of what's well, happening and yeah. isn't this actually quite incredible which is bizarre i've got superpowers that's the other one and then the third one is and i have it all the time insects wasps things on me snakes things in a room and i can't get away from them and i think that's very clearly i don't like insects on me i've do you know i've never had that one that's interesting but that you're fine with wasps you can sit there and have lunch outside and have four wasps just like buzzing around you and you're fine whereas i have to sharing i'm sharing do, my snacks yeah exactly exactly it's I've like a, a place at the table yes i've never had that one so i'm sure there are people will be like oh I've had that I've never had that but yeah. I've never had that yeah so yeah I've never had was I have had dreams that I am in a dream prison oh interesting some of my ones have like a real narrative arc to them yes yes like almost like an applaudable like oh good twist <laughs> and some will be like I'm in a dream prison and my dreams I'm serving a sentence oh, and every God. time I go to sleep I'll be I have to like live it out in I mean, it. yeah, like really this intense. Is really shit. intense. Those are when shit. I'm very stressed out. Yes, uh, it's just some dream facts. Apparently, you dream at least four to six times per night. Normally, in the REM stage of sleep. So, if you look at someone and and it looks like their eyes are moving underneath their eyelids, yep. that's when the REM sort of sleep is. It's kind of a lighter. That's like a lighter level of sleep yes. than the very deep sleep that you have. You don't often dream in, in that sleep. Your dreams will be longer as the night goes on. Your body cycles. Your body goes on a bike. Uh, your body's in this like dream cycle. And 
in order to stop you acting out your dreams, your body goes locks into sleep paralysis mm -hmm. during REM, which is why sleepwalking is a kind of a disorder in a way because it, that shouldn't be happening. Yes. And why sometimes when you, I don't know if anyone listening has had this, I've had it. And it's one of those things that when it happens in the middle of the night, you don't think about it the next morning. And then when someone five years later goes, have you had this? You're like, oh my God, yes. You wake up and you can't move and you're paralyzed. Oh, sleep paralysis. It's terrifying. And I don't have it very much, but like I have definitely yeah. had it. And that's why they often think where paranormal stories have come from yes. of the devil and of in the old Demons days. Demons holding you down in yes, your sleep. Yes, a witch has cast a spell on you and you can't, because it feels like there's something holding, holding you. Holding you down. It's very yeah. frightening. And also you can, in that state as well, some people will be will like hallucinate and see elements of their dream in the room Horrible. or something. And it's, it can be very, very frightening, but there's nothing wrong that's just you something a noise has occurred or something has woken you before your body was ready to like wake yeah, up and it might feel like it's lasted a really long time it's lasted it's like, such a fraction yeah of a like second. five seconds yeah. or something. but something no, no it's even less than that it <clears> might even it? yeah it's like it's such a tiny oh amount God, it's a fraction of a second i'm so sorry but it's just five like it's, it's one of those things where you feel it's gone on for yes, so long but really course. you're your body's been like oh whoops quick and it's yes. fixed it really quickly but it's it feels obviously like an eternity inside ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And what I find interesting is like, you know, you get people that are like, oh, I don't dream. Anyone listening who doesn't dream, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with you. You actually are dreaming. You just forget it the next day. And I think, quite frankly, you're very lucky. Do you? Because I... It depends, doesn't it? It depends whether you're someone who has really bad nightmares a lot. Mm. But I quite... Dreaming is one of, like, the main attractions of going to sleep for me. When I'm... Mm. Definitely when I'm very stressed and I'm having this dream prison. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I can control the birds. I'm king of the birds. I've been king of the birds. Yeah. <laughs> so That's those, interesting. Those ones are a bit dark and a bit much. Yeah, I actually quite I, like being and king when of I have those, When I'm in a phase of having those ones, I would trade out dreaming for anything. I'm just like, it makes yes, me so scared. it's true. The, the trapped dreams yeah. often happen if you're ill as well. It's a weird show. But definitely when I've been... When dreams are nice, you're like, oh, it's lovely. It's a pleasant experience. And there used to be this beautiful Calvin and Hobbes cartoon. Do you know Calvin and Hobbes? The, little, yeah. the boy and the tiger. 
the boy and the tiger. Um, they were like, good night, good night. And they were like rushing to go to sleep. And then in their like dream thing, they both were like settling down with some popcorn and they were like, what's it going to be tonight? And like, oh, it was a really a lovely, lovely idea of yeah. what dreams are that you're, what are you going to watch tonight? What's it going to be? Yeah. And I thought, lovely. I wish they were all like that. I wish they were all on an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Something really weird that I read was that um, is if someone doesn't dream, that means that they are forgetting them. So the way to to make yourself dream mm-hmm. if you don't dream is to think about dreaming a lot in yeah. your waking life yes. and talk to other people about dreams, read about dreams because your brain will then jump into a dream gear and you will remember your dreams. Yeah, so they, they definitely are there if you've never had a dream. You absolutely can go and get them. You're just forgetting them. Yeah. Also, I thought what was interesting was what people have thought dreams were. Yes. And like, so now we know so much about stuff and we know about science and our brains. Imagine if you didn't realise, because there was a period of time where people didn't realise what a brain was. Yes. You go to sleep and then all of a sudden happens yeah it's so no wonder there's so many sort of fantasy stories or scary things or yeah witchcraft or demons or thinking it's a prediction and thinking though actually like even though we understand it so much better now i do think in the future i think sort of neuroscience and all sort of dream stuff will be the thing like you know how we look at like medieval digestive understanding and we think and then they put leeches on and then drilled a hole in the brain to get the bad thoughts out yeah and then and at the time everyone was like seems like a good idea seems legit (laughs) we know so little about dreaming yeah that we are pretty much at the moment in this sort of seems legit phase. Yes, we are, yeah. And it's perfectly possible though in the future they'll be like, and they thought dreaming was REM. And they thought dreaming was the brain trying to process yeah. this. And they and thought... actually, it was all this woman. <laughs> it, was, it was all Carol. All Carol. <laughs> and we're all just watching her life, <coughs> yeah. weirdly. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sure we will make a real turning point in the discovery of yes. what dreams are. How exciting will that be? I have them alive for that because I want to know about it That's so much. Mm-hmm. But the ancient Egyptians thought, which you can completely understand, that it was obviously a different form of seeing. So they would, you know, have trained dreamers, of course, um, to be there to, to plan battles and to mm-hmm. plan wars, and they were like a crucial part of strategy. Yeah. But then imagine if you were one of those dreamers and you just like last night you dreamt about a dog. And then you have to be like, um. yeah, and you'd have to make stuff up. <laughs> yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, oh, it's probably um, uh, Joseph's brother Love loved this. his father all his life. Are you doing technical dream colour? <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that dream. He goes and meets um, the king, and then the he does that Elvis song yes. where he dreams about. There was seven fat cows. The whole premise of Joseph and his technicolor dream coat is, is the guy gets out of prison because he can interpret oh dreams. Oh, it's so true. So like yeah. that was a real thing to... That was your currency back then. I also... Well, I've been in a production of Joseph and Technicolor. Oh, I'm so jealous. As a child. And I played the moon in the dream. Wowee! <laughs> and that was it. I, was all, I, was, all I wasn't allowed in, so... Oh, <laughs> I into the building. <laughs> then the thing that came later, which I find interesting about dreams, Freud is such a... Yes. Uh, he's just so sex-based. Yeah. So he believed that dreams were all repressed desires, which is terrifying when mm-hmm. you think of some of the dreams. Because I had this period of time when actually I was doing AS-level psychology mm. and we'd lear- been learning about Freud. And I would have these like very violent dreams that I thought I was a psychopath, which mm-hmm. I'll come on to in a minute. Not me being a psychopath, like what psychopaths dream. But I had this horrible dream once where I basically I killed my dog. And it was a horrible dream. And I felt so bad afterwards. And I didn't know why I'd done it. And then I read all about this. It's repressed desires. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm a monster. And I got really upset. And I remember my parents being like, it's not like, shut up. So I think Freud was quite dangerous. Because I think... Yes, definitely. If you did have a scary one, it made you interpret in a way that you were like, okay, so I want to kill the dog. I want to be chased by a ghost. Yeah, I want (laughs) to have sex with my mother and kill the dog. Yeah. That's... 
Because I've definitely had like ex-boyfriends crop crop up in dreams. And I'd be like, I don't know why. Like in my waking life, I don't think about them ever. If I dream about my ex, because I'm going to fancy them. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't. It's just about you may be yearning for like that time. You may be wanting some security again. Like yeah. it could mean anything because your brain is just sort sorting through things. Yeah, the general, and again, like we don't know yet. No, We're in no, the no. leeches phase of this science. But the general theory is that your brain is going to sleep. It's trying to process everything it's seen that day. literally, yes, And also in your life. You are, exactly, your whole <laughs> life. It's taking the whole day thoughts that you don't even remember having that mm. have gone into your short-term memory and they've just disappeared. And it's trying to process them all. And it's storing like, which ones should we keep? Which ones can we put in the bin? How let's put it all together. Plus it's taking all your like, your worries and your stress and your excitement and your hopes and it's putting everything like, in, in yeah, a big, everything's like shot through in a melting that, pile yeah and so there's loads to take away of okay the dog killing thing like probably it was a very you were stressed and you were worried about your exams had mm. nothing to do with the dog yeah that was just i'd seen a, a dog i'd seen my dog you've seen a dog yeah. yeah and that was just a representation of of that and so your ex you know when it pops up it is just maybe somewhere in your yes you know yeah, i could have done anything i could have like, been gone. anything yeah that thing you said about the the sorting through data because i was looking at what they think it literally is mm-hmm. and they've done some tests on mice but they, but, all but them always but I would say this is, if you're going to be a, a mouse be a dream gonna, mouse be a dream mouse mm. yeah yeah but they found that in mice the hippocampus in your brain which controls memory and then the neocortex which governs like ordered thought there's a study in 2007 which in mice which showed that the ordered thought part of your brain would signal areas of the hippocampus the memory part of your brain to upload whatever's being held in short-term storage yeah. over, over the night and then as it's going through you decide your brain decides what to transfer to long-term memory what to forget so this is quite nice theory that we dream to forget mm. which say if an ex does pop up and um, that you don't really want to think about it could be your brain is trying to get rid of it, get it out of yeah. your system, which is a, you know, finer theory than any. Why not? Like, Why not? Which is kind of nice. Uh, so, yeah. sorry. No, no, I was just going to agree. Yes. And support you, <laughs> woman to woman. Yes. But what was I saying? Like, what a nice idea that it's dreaming to forget because I was like, excuse me, I didn't forget that one where I was king of the birds. But we probably... But not always. It wouldn't be no, every dream is like, to do that. If yeah. we really listed all our dreams here we maybe could come up with like 50, mm. but we've had so many nights sleep. You know, there are so many yes, dreams that course, are so gone. We've just There's only a couple that we've woken up from or that were particularly, you know, haunting or nice or whatever. Yeah. Such a small, small number that we've remembered in comparison to how many dreams we've had. Yeah. Oh, I think this is important. So have you ever had it when someone's <clears> been like, oh, I'm going uh, kayaking and you suddenly go, oh, oh my God, I had a dream about kayaking last night. Yeah. And you would never have remembered that if somebody had not given you that flag for you to open up that memory box where the memory team are like, we're busy in here. You don't need this memory or whatever. And you would never have had that if you hadn't been reminded in the day mm. and so you didn't remember that of your own accord you had to be reminded of it well yeah there's definite research showing that so I've had dreams where I've been like that is an amazing sketch idea and I've written it down yeah. and I can still remember those dreams now because you have transferred them into another part of your brain by heavily recalling them mm. whereas if you, if you wake up and you go oh that was interesting and then suddenly you feel like the dream is disappearing and you've kind of forgotten it's, the, it's not as vivid anymore an hour later after mm. breakfast whereas if you write it down it will remain that vivid because you've remembered it which is why often we will remember nightmares and bad yes. dreams because they've had such a bad impact on us like yeah I still remember my childhood nightmares but they're weird like mm. one was that like a doorknob was chasing me and there's music very weird that's why that all these people are like keep a dream diary because then you can look and you can see if there are patterns to it and you can kind of which I think leads on to interpreting dreams as a bit like well you know if you dream your teeth falling out you're not going to get married like mm. that's not how it works they're fairly certain that's not how it works 
works. I mean, I hold my hands above my head. If in 10 years' time, they're like, it was that simple. Yeah. You look up an object you dreamed about and then it'll tell you whether or not you get that job that you wanted. <laughs> that would be amazing. But at the moment, they don't think it is. But that's not meaning to say if it is like a data dump mm-hmm. in your brain. Obviously, that's fascinating to take note of because it's going to be, it is going to be telling you things. Like if you're consistently having dreams about being anxious, about being late, like that is telling you that that's something in your brain that just keeps yes. coming up. So it's definitely worth if you are being... So firstly, I was just going to say about nightmares that if yeah. you do if you do have them, to immediately try and get yourself out of the bed, move about, get yeah. run your hands under the tap, get some water going because your whole body sort of wakes up and responds to water. And also to say, even if you're by yourself, say it out loud mm. what it was. And as soon as you start describing it, you'll be like... Oh yes, it, that makes less and less sense now. Yes, yes, similar say to it like, loud. similar to like negative thoughts. If they're in your brain, you're like, yes, of course they make total sense. And as soon as you get them out, yeah. you're like, oh. And no, actually, often the overall details. Someone was chasing me is scary. It's when you look into the other details. Like someone was chasing me, and it was a man who only had banana legs. And you're like, and you're oh, like, well, there we go. And there, there we go. But it still like feels scary until feels, you sort of those can laugh at legs it. Are terrifying. Yeah, they are I was terrifying. Being chased by a doorknob for a long time, and then when I said it out loud to my parents, they laughed. If you are having a lot of dreams at the moment, consider keeping a dream diary and to yeah. sort of write them down and see the sort of things that crop up all the time less about the doorknob specifically okay because the doorknob is just it's just picking your brain's just anything. picking thing anything out but more the being chased and be like yeah, okay yeah, the that's the theme that i need to work on think like where's that coming from yeah because that's the thing like freud was so clearly like well let's talk about doorknobs it's, and you're like it's, it's not the knob. doorknob it's the knob <laughs> of course freud would come up with that look how quickly we got there i actually spoke to Teresa. Oh my God, May. how do you think? I spoke to Theresa May about her dreams. I imagine. No, not May. Theresa Chung, who wrote The Dream Dictionary from A to Z, The Ultimate Interpreting the Secrets of Dreams. Oh, hello. Hello. And I asked her about our two uh, main ones, your oh, yeah. apocalypse dream. Thank you. You're so welcome. So she's all about the dream diary. Yes, great. Writing stuff down. Yeah. Interpreting dreams. Mm. One that I have all the time is finding a room in my house I didn't know was there. Yes, And being really thrilled that I've got the extra space. Yes, I often find like grand ballrooms. Do you? Underneath. Yes, beautiful, thing. exciting rooms. And I'm like, oh. This is lucky. This is so great. I, and I, I'm going to oh, have a party I'm always, in Yeah, here. I'm always like, oh, I can put, my, put that party in there. Yeah, always. <laughs> always I think, well, now I can have my party yeah. all the time. So she says, finding an unused room in your house is one of the top five most common dreams alongside flying, falling, being chased and cheating partners. Oh, that's, oh, Jesus. That's a, disappointing. That's disappointing. Um, the house in a dream is the symbol of ourselves or the self. Uh, the lavage. What? All the vag. <laughs> All the vag. As in there's an outside and an inside. Like the vag. Like- <laughs> Just laughing hilariously at my own joke. Right, go on. And so your, the rooms within your dream house represent aspects of your ego or inner world. Oh, wow. And therefore unknown rooms in your house are symbols of potential areas of self-development. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And it's worth considering like what things pop up in that room. Mm. Like clowns. Yeah, like clowns and be like, okay, what are these clowns doing in this room? I'm myself in a way. (laughs) Anyway, your one was about the apocalypse. Yes. It says apocalypse dreams are another common dream, Mm. but you only make the top 50. Oh, that makes me more special. I think so too. Uh, I actually have apocalypse. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But I do, what I do have is running from the government. Yes, I have those as well, yes. And we have big time running from the government. I'm really glad that you said that because I've not met anyone else who's Doesn't ever have... referenced running from the government as a I'm theme. in like the I'm in like the resistance. Same. Gotta, Same. But I'm so scared. I've got to get out. 
And sometimes yeah. they're like, they're not the government, they're like, they're vampires or something. And I'm the only non-vampire in the room. Yes! Oh my God, once and I went to a party and there were so many mirrors. I was like, I can't get near the mirrors because they'll know that I'm <gasps> this, the only one who... This is good stuff. And I was like, so scared. I was like, ha 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 yes. ha, yes. But I had to get myself out. Yes. People not realizing that you... are in a room you, full of not friends. Not friends. Yes. And I think that's such an obvious, you're worried about how you're perceived. You yeah, don't yeah. feel you fit in, mm. et cetera, et cetera. You are... You want to be a vampire. I was going to say, that's yeah. my main one. Yeah. But actually, the apocalypse is an extremely exciting and positive sign. Okay. They suggest that physical and emotional changes are taking place in your life or need to take place for you to feel fulfilled. Mm. Because fulfilled. The fact that the apocalyptic scenarios here are so wildly adventurous for yeah, you really um, and exciting indicates that having the courage transform your world will be frightening at first, but also a thrilling ride. I mean, thank you so much. Right? This is great. Um, and then I said that both of us have wizarding powers. Oh, yeah, um, And <laughs> I, think, I think that means you grew up reading Harry Potter. I think so, too. Yes. When you dream of having magical powers, your dreaming mind is trying to motivate you to believe that you have the ability, strength, and courage to get something done that needs to be done. Thanks, brain. I know. Some dream interpreters say that this kind of dream means you lack confidence in your abilities and feel like you need superpowers. But in my research, dreams of having magical powers is about our unconscious letting us know that we are enough and have what it takes to succeed. That's lovely. The idea of really getting into your dreams and like recording your dreams, yes. for me, is that it can help you lucid dream. Yes. So lucid dreaming is really fun because it means that when you're in the dream, you can change the dream. I lucid dream and I think I started lucid dreaming when I became interested in lucid dreaming. The more I read <laughs> about too. lucid dreaming, the more I realised I was able to do it. So now, whenever I have a nightmare, I actually now can wake myself up and I can get out of that nightmare. I have a trick that I do in pretty much every single dream and it is uh, so have I, mad. What's yours? Well, I know what yours is. Oh, do you? Well, you have sex with everything. Yep. <laughs> Does have sex with the nearest thing and then wakes up. I can't believe I've told you that. <laughs> Why can't you believe you told me way worse things? Because I, I told you mine. I told you that. Mine is that I say Accio Firebolt and oh, my God. a broomstick arrives. I get on it and I fly away from the horrible thing. Oh my God, and yours is so much better. But sometimes... <laughs> I have to have sex with anything. <laughs> it's so funny. But the, the the point, your sex thing and my broomstick thing, that it doesn't matter what it is. It's just finding something to like get you out, being aware that it's a dream. Because yeah. the moment you become aware that it's a dream, that's why the film Inception is so excellent. Because the moment you become aware that it's a dream, that is your subconscious is now sort of... On its way out. On yeah. its way out. So you start to wake yourself up the moment you become self-aware. Yeah. The lucid dreaming thing, I taught myself <clears throat> to do it once yeah. I sort of discovered about lucid dreaming. What they recommend you doing is in your waking day, you say... You just have sex with everything. <laughs> You say, am I dreaming? Am I awake? To yourself. Okay. Regularly throughout the day. So that Sounds it becomes... mad. Yeah, no, quietly. <laughs> okay. I'm a dream. You just quietly become... You quietly sort of... Even though you, you are so aware that you're awake, yeah. you get into the habit of questioning okay. whether it's a dream. Then okay. you'll be likely to come to that conclusion quicker yes. in the dreams. If I'm like... How have I ended up in Japan? I'm supposed to be at a meeting. I'm quicker to be like, is dream. this a dream? Yes. And then yes. what I do, my check, my test is to take off from the ground. I can fly. And so I take off. Take off your clothes. <laughs> take off my clothes and have sex or something. No, I only use that I as know. an emergency I if know. I need to get out of a nightmare. Okay. It's just brilliant. <laughs> but I promise you it works. You will not have to have sex for very long. No, because you wake up. Because that that's also a If you ever are in a nightmare, just thing. have sex with anything, you will wake Essentially, up. Essentially, you mean hump something, don't you? 
Because you, yeah. you, you, yeah. you, you use like inanimate objects as well. Just have sex with a clock if you need to. No, I've never had sex with a clock. Okay. It's got to be quite big. No, like a tree or something. Ideally a person. A tree or a table or a door or a fit it's man. It's got to be a person. I've got, ideally yeah. it's a fit man. And I yeah. just, and I literally it just, never is though, is it? In, in my dream? dream, I go like, oh, I'm dreaming. I look at my watch and go like, you, let's go. And then I, I just jump on I've had loads of dreams where someone. I'm genuinely like, I'm aware it's a dream. And I'm like, okay, I'd like to have sex with like a fit man. No, no, it's hard to do that. Ever. That's a really advanced level. That's advanced level. It's very hard to control because you, once you've got that, Heart. Once you're that level to be like, oh, what can I summon? You're all, you're a master. You, you're a master, but you're so close to waking up now yes, that you haven't yes. got long there. The dream is collapsing. The dream is collapsing around yeah. you, and you haven't got long. Anyway, so I take off from the ground to see if it's a dream. That's my test. Good test. Good, great test. I see. And then I'm flying. So what would happen if you can't? Oh, I just jump out the window. Sure. What if you're awake and you're trying? So that? I would. Ne- <laughs> I know for sure that I would never in my actual life be so convinced I might be dreaming that I would climb out the window. Of course you wouldn't. So that's, that's really great. That is actually a very good test because you would never Because you've that. never in your waking life, you might sometimes had like a surreal moment or yeah, whatever, yeah. but you've never had that long enough that you've fully, you know, it's never yeah, gone on long yeah. enough for you to climb out the window. Yes. So Gosh. I know for sure I won't do that. So that's why I fully just climb out the window and jump off in my right, dreams. Yeah, yeah. And then once I'm flying, I'm like, oh, I told you. I knew it was a dream. And so what you need to get yourself is a test, literally like the, the things falling over in Inception. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. You need to get yourself a, a tell or what do they call those things? Your token or whatever. Yeah. Not You don't need a thing to come with you. You just need flying one. Yeah, or I, some I look kind. at the time. The time is a great and the one. the time never is right. Sometimes the time is never right. Reading is very difficult. Right. Now, I'm. you know that thing like cheese gives you nightmares? Absolutely. Like, really interestingly, there's no research to say that if you have some cheese you're going to have some crazy dreams at all no but what there is is that when your digestive system is upset you might sleep poorly and wake up more often so you will remember the dreams great and so you'll you'll be remembering some dreams that are weird because they're the early dreams which are the short dreams that as you get further into your night of dreaming they become more narrative it's sort of like your your brain's like settling into it yeah whereas the first few are apparently just completely mad because it's just that it really is just like yeah, yeah, random yeah. thoughts so you'll remember those dreams more because you've woken up mm-hmm. so maybe the food didn't cause a nightmare but you you like remembered it do you ever have a nightmare or a dream that you wake up from so basically the person who suggested this podcast mm-hmm. is my mom and uh, hello mom hi so she has dreams where you wake up from them and then when you go back to sleep they can continue <gasps> the false dawn yes. oh my gosh <laughs> oh sorry she can yeah. she goes returns to her dream very advanced advanced but she doesn't often want to so no. it's like a nightmare and she's like well I hope that doesn't happen again she goes right back into it and then it's there again nightmare and I, did, I really tried to find an answer but there is no answer to it so similar to the nightmares thing she needs to get up move her body around bo- yeah, just right, shake okay. it out say say out loud what the thing was because yeah, when she's in the bed still she's or wherever she sleeps she actually sleeps on the shelf certainly so in and no no judgement here if she's in it and she wakes up and she's like oh my god how scary but she's only ever thinking that in her mind Yeah. and then she just goes back in it's so it's so present and oh, at the front yeah. whereas if she changes position moves about says what it was it becomes less and less scary and it retreats yeah and then, yeah, let it let it let them dream retreat before you go back to sleep. That's so great. Yeah, That's and so the thing great. that I thought she was talking about was false dawning when you wake up and you think you're awake, so you get up and start your day. Oh, I see now your reaction. Tessa basically, almost like in a meditative way, put her finger and her thumb together, closed her eyes, looked at the ceiling, and went the false dawn. <laughs> uh, I didn't understand what, why she'd done that, but now I actually had the urge to do that when yeah. you just explained. Like, those big, are really stressful because you could have really got stressful. so far through your day. 
Yes, and so oh and God. also being like, I'm so that. on time. My lunch is packed. Yeah, it's always when I when I go to sleep knowing I have to wake up really early exactly. and do something, and then I wake up and I do, I go I do it, and uh, and then I wake up and, I have, and then I'm like I haven't done it, and I thought I'd done it. It's, it's so because annoying. your your knowledge of your own bedroom and and morning are so clear for your brain, mm. especially if you because you probably have in a false dawn opened your eyes in real life. Yes, you have actually looked around the room. Yes, and then, yes. Like, and then doze. You're living back in this like sleep. you're living this quite this is so so close zone. the twilight zone that's so close to the surface, yeah. and so your body's like off we go. You're like oh, it's so exhausting. I just have a nice thing which was oh. about how really even if they are scary or you find them very stressful, that dreams are such a nice thing for your brain to just have some time out moment. And yeah. similar to when people have good ideas on the train or somewhere where they weren't paying attention, you know, that allows your brain to go off on its own. A bit like how daydreaming, you know, sometimes comes up with the best ideas. Things like daydreaming and walking and being in the bath or the shower or driving for a long time. They thought of something that they didn't realise, like had a light bulb moment. Yeah, And some... Famous examples of people who had their brilliant thought in their dream. Oh my god! Albert Einstein, of course theory of relativity, I mean, supposedly happened in a dream. <laughs> no, judging by the things that I write down after I've no, no, the structure of DNA. Of course, Google. I've all done that. Yeah. Google invented That's in a dream. Incredible. The sewing machine. James Cameron claimed that Terminator was in a dream. Oh, shut up, James. Shut up, James. Uh. Christopher Nolan claims Inception was. You can stay, uh, Christopher, you can stay. because it's about dreams. Yeah, and I can believe that. And it, the whole... A hundred percent. A hundy PB. Hundy PB, we, we, we believe you, babe, by the way. hundred percent, babe. Hundy PB. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hundy PB. Yeah. Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. I dig that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's a very surprisingly boring book, but I'm going to... <laughs> but cool idea. Cool idea, great idea. Yeah, the idea was the cool bit. Great bit Had that yeah. in a dream. And then famously, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. But I much prefer that that was the product of a, of a game. Ghost, ghost Yeah, that they were like, everyone thing. has to go away and make I up I think a... it sort of was. Yeah. Yes, so I don't want to say tweet as your dreams. Because um, it makes us sound mm. very boring. But I'm interested. I'm keen. I'm keen. Maybe I'm like keen. DM me, slide into our DMs. I'm keen, but only if you do the work bit and you... Try and interpret. Yes, it. yes, yes, yes. And remember that it's not. I was being chased by a doorknob. It's not the doorknob. It's the chasing. Yes, but also tweet yeah. us if you have a thing like Tess is having sex with everything and me getting on a broom to get out of a nightmare. <laughs> tweet us if you have a thing. Tweet us at Stevie M. The S is a five at Tessa Coates. All letters, as Gr- always. As always. Also tweet us at Nobody Panic Pod and email us Nobody Panic Podcast at gmail.com if you've got thoughts for future podcasts. You want to tell us your dream in length? Oh yes, because we'll definitely we're, read we're all of to, it. We're here to read that. We won't interpret <laughs> it for you, but we will read it. I and might give it a go. Yeah, well, of course, Tessa will give it a go. <laughs> I'll watch Tessa give it a go. I'm nothing if not confident in my psychoanalytic skills. Of course. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Have lovely dreams, Have everybody. lovely dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.